Top 10 Thursdays is in session. I'm going to be your teacher, Mr. Lemmy. And I'm just going to go down the roster real quick. Uh, do we have a Matt Kirsten's Cheeseburgers? <laughs> I will not have that malfeasance in my class. Uh, John Oten. Feel a little sick, but yeah. And then Colin Wiseman. Present. I respect your respect for me, Mr. Wiseman. We're talking about high school movies this week because 21 Jump Street is coming out. And we're very excited. It was on my, my list of most anticipated movies of the year. It looks like the reviews have been pretty good, too. So people are saying it's the movie to see right now. So. Well, take that, John Carter. <laughs> Do we want to just jump right in, or do we want to establish what we mean by high school movies? Or I figure just movies about high school kids, right? Yeah, not it doesn't, it doesn't all have to be confined within the high school, because there's a lot of high school movies where they're doing other stuff, like going to parties or whatever. Uh, I noticed we went pretty lighthearted with it. Um, didn't put Elephant on the list, for example. I wanted to see it. It came in the mail for me for Netflix today, so I couldn't see oh, it in a, time. It's a great movie. If, if anyone doesn't know, Elephant's movie about uh, it's a Gus Van Zandt movie about a school shooting, and it's really dark, but it's really good. It's really real. Probably but, watch yeah. it tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't. That say sounds like a great it. night. <sighs> but yeah, I was. These are mostly comedy, and that's fine with me. I don't want to get too down. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of our taste. Seems to be. We'll do one that's like really. Dramatic some other time. <laughs> Most depressing. There's suicide movies. Looking over suicide movies. <laughs> looking over the list, a few of them are, are pretty serious. Well, we'll see. But no elephant. No, nothing that serious. Nothing that dire. Uh, so let's just dive into it. I do. I think, chaps. Uh, the first one on our list is American Graffiti. George Lucas movie about just kids just having a hell of a night. Cruising. Cruising. Kind of inspired by his uh, experiences, I think, in the uh, the early 60s. The music, the cars, the burgers, just hanging out. And all this stuff that happens one night, I guess, when they're graduating everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Richard Dreyfus? He's trying to make a decision about whether he's going to stay or go. Or was that... Or go off to college, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, making these important life decisions. That's what, you know, that's what happens when, when you reach that age. you got to make these important decisions. Well, I think one thing that's funny about American Graffiti, though, I wouldn't think of it right away because I, I, everyone seems so old in it. Definitely not really seem like high school students. Well, they are. They're all graduated. Well, I mean, I guess maybe Ron Howard, but Richard Dreyfuss seems like so old to me to be like a high school student. No, I mean, the characters, I think, are all graduated from high school. Yeah. So that's the only problem I have with this movie is it's, is it a high school movie? Like the thing I think that kind of makes it a high school movie is that like high school dance that happens. But is it right after like graduate? Is it that summer? Yeah, I think so. Well, then I consider it. They're dealing with high school problems. 
Yeah. Do you, you consider super bad a high school movie? Yeah, it's true. They go to school. There's some super school bad. Scenes there. Yeah, yeah, it's true too. Well, I think that's the thing. Earlier is like, how much are we going to dwell on the fact that how much of like going to school does it have? I feel like it's more about kids of that age and their yeah. experiences. I high suppose school, high students. it's just like I don't know what to put this in because there are other movies that are sort of like post high school movies, sort of like Say Anything or Ghost World that kind of deal with that transition. Yeah, that's a good point. And American Graffiti is kind of like that. I think. I've almost almost thought of it more of like just a nostalgia movie of this early '60s more than a high, high school movie, but I don't know. I don't know if that's a different genre or what. But I think the fact that it doesn't come right away to think, you know, is that a high school movie? There's that there's that uncertainty makes me wonder if it should be on this list. I mean, it's great. I think everyone here likes. Yeah, I, I love American. It's, it's classic. I watch it every year before I go back to school. <laughs> but Let's say goodbye any, to that not anymore. <laughs> Never again. But yeah, I don't think it quite fits what we're what we're going for. Fair enough. Let's just keep this thing moving. Uh, Back to the Future is another one I was hesitant to put on the list just because there's so much going on in this movie that the high school is is f- pretty far from Marty's priority. Uh, it's, it's pretty different from the other high school movies, except you know it does eventually devolve into you know kind of dance with the girl I want to at, at the big dance and beat up the bully. And, it probably has the most memorable dance, I mean, maybe, sequence in a movie with the the band Earth Angel. And he goes that, was there. A, that was a Top Ted shot did a while ago, like Top Ted concert. Scenes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, rocking out. But I think that was number one. <laughs> yeah, it was either that one or uh, High Fidelity. <laughs> but I know what you mean. That's not like, it's just a part of the movie. I mean, I guess it's a big part. I feel like, yeah, yeah it's a pretty big part. But once again, I, I don't know. That's a tough call. What do you think? What do you think, Nancy? I, I I like it in the category just because, like, there's a lot of themes as far as, um, you know, he gets picked on and all that kind of thing. And it, I, I, at first glance, I wouldn't classify it as a high school movie, but the more I think about it, it's all about, like, you know, his parents and their experience in high school and, and how that affects them later on in life. Yeah, that's true. Like, the fact that the decisions... I watched this movie, like, two days ago. <laughs> But yeah, that's a good point. Bring up the bullies too. I totally forgot yeah. about that. I totally. I'm all about when they crash their truck and all this with the manure, just all the shit falls into their car. There's what's with that one guy wearing the 3D glasses? Is that something that people did back then? <laughs> that guy's so stupid. 3D movies were big in the 50s. I guess, but just wearing them everywhere. Hey, that's something I'm gonna research. Could have been the style. Remember how weird they thought it was that he wore a vest? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because he thought it's like, oh, you on a fishing boat or something? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. But uh, I just, I don't know. It's I, I'm just so caught up in the time travel thing. To me, it's just a time travel movie. But if you guys want to put it as a maybe, that sounds fine to me. Okay. I'm okay with that as a maybe. One of my favorite 80s movies. Uh, next on our list is The Breakfast Club, which um, no doubt is a high school film. There's, there can be no denying that. I think it's more like detention. You know? It's a detention movie. <laughs> None of it does take place during school hours, but yeah, you gotta have breakfast club on the list. I think. You think it has to be on the list? Yes. Yeah, I feel I like it's so. gotta be. All right. Just because of how well it deals with kind of teenage angst and their problems, they're just that's all. That's they're just talking. It's basically all in one room, just talking about their problems. And I think that's a big part of high school movies is 
the kind of experiences you have and everything. Got anything I call it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Not much opposition to the Breakfast Club. Pretty popular movie for a reason. Oops. I broke my thing. Uh, I think the, the next, next one is Brick, which I Ooh. cannot talk about because I haven't seen it. You've never seen Brick? Nope. Shocking. <laughs> I don't think it's that shocking. Well, it's this movie that basically takes all the genre stereotypes of a film noir, uh, including the dialogue, and combines it with a high school setting. It's, it was a uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's big acting. Uh, showcase after uh, Third Rock from the Sun, where he kind of established himself as a dramatic lead, and uh, I think it's a really cool movie. Has anyone else seen it? Is I've it seen it. Me? Nope. I think it's kind of boring. Really? I thought it was really slow paced. I found it really interesting that it's like a, it's built like a detective movie, and it's so old fashioned. Like everyone, like he uses pay phones. They don't. He doesn't use like cell phones and everything. And I like. I guess I like the Lucas Haas character too. He's like this. What was his role? He like. I'm trying to remember. He's... I don't know who that is. He was the guy who lived with his mom. Uh, like, you know, the, the villain? Was he the villain? I don't even remember. It was so complicated, I feel like. Well, yeah, it's it's noir. Yeah. Twists and turns and I thought crosses. it was an interesting genre mishmash, but I just thought it was boring. That's I know right. a lot of people really like it, but I didn't like yeah, it. I'm, I'm definitely in the really like it class. And... Uh, Interesting choice for this list, but... Wow. Is that a no, then? <laughs> I, I think it is a no, just because John doesn't like it, and no one else bothered to even see it. Yeah. But, uh... I, Brick's real cool. You should check it out, Colin, and... I probably will. Matthew. Next up is Dazed and Confused. I'm pretty sure you've all seen that. Yeah, we've all watched it together oh, before, so... Go. Definitely. Unless someone fell asleep. Nope. I watch it about every year. I watch it. Yeah, I've watched it quite a bit. For those who don't know, that's a movie about a bunch of uh, Texas high school kids and uh, just this big party. I guess it was all in one day mostly. And just getting together, hanging out. And I don't know, it's just kind of like a hangout movie. Yeah, that's what I love about it. I think there is it's like, the ultimate hangout movie. There is like movie. no plot, it's just guys <laughs> hanging out and. I always like returning to those characters. And director Richard Linklater, that's his, his own experiences, I, I think, growing, right, growing up in Austin and everything. Yeah, I'm sure it was. So that's always nice when you get that movie that someone wrote based off their own kind of stories because it just rings so much truer in that way. And it's got the great tunes and the great characters. I've always wanted to go as Wooderson for Halloween. That's like my dream Matthew McConaughey's guy, but I, I don't think I could do the voice. But... <laughs> You want to try? <laughs> I don't, We're going to do some impressions right now. Impressions. <laughs> you got a joint right now? <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. did. Yes, it would. <laughs> That'd be so funny going around like, at a party, like asking people that if they had like, a joint. And being like, It'd be a lot cooler if you did. But yeah, he's I just a great character. And I usually usually hate Matthew McConaughey, so that tells you something about it. That it's such a Well, that was back when Matthew McConaughey was a really promising young actor. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of like his breakout, sort of. In a way, it wasn't really that. Well, no one, I don't think anyone was really famous when they were in that movie. Mm-mm. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, man. Superstar. King, you know, great. But yeah, I definitely would put that on there. My, one of my, probably my only complaint that's very minor is they're so old looking. <laughs> and they're not even seniors, they're juniors. Because they keep talking about, oh, next year's senior year. Because 
the main guy, uh, J- Jeremy, Jason London. I can't remember because he's got a twin brother. Yeah, I'm not sure which one it is. But, yeah, he's talking about how he's not sure if he's going to play, you know, uh, football next year and everything. But they're, like, everyone looks like they're, like, 30. Except for, like, the freshmen. They look super young. Yeah, he, um, what, yeah, what's that guy's and name? And that's, that's kind of weird almost in, in the movie. It's like, you, you people shouldn't be interacting. There's, there's a big age gap between you two. But that's a very minor complaint. It's just great. Great scenes and dialogue and conversations and kick-ass tunes. Uh, I would definitely put it on this list. It feels very much of its time and yet universal at the same time, which is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I agree with that. Anyone have any other comments to make about that one? Sounds like a sure thing. I think so. Cool. It's a pretty great movie. Uh, Dead Poet Society, next on our alphabetical list. Uh, I'm not as about... This movie, as a lot of people are, um, I don't think any of us are. I don't yeah, know the list. I'm, I'm not really a fan. <laughs> I don't really wow, like that much either. Neither am I. <laughs> Did you put this on the list, Sean? Yeah, you just put it on because you figured it was I, like an yeah. essential or something. I figured everyone loves, you know, Captain My Captain, Kurtwood Smith being a bad dad. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even realize it was a high school movie. I thought it was like junior high. I didn't even because the kids seemed young in my mind. I guess it is a high school movie, but. It didn't even like. I didn't even think. There's about all it. sorts of reasons why this shouldn't be on our list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think the fact that none of us really, really like it. Do we really need to go on? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, we can just move ahead. Uh, next on our list is Election, the sort of breakout film for Reese Witherspoon and Alexander Payne, the director. I would say too. Chris Klein. And Chris Klein, the huge box office sensation. What's going on there? All right. Uh, I actually watched this film like a few months ago because I was getting back into Alexander Payne when The Descendants came out. And I like it a lot. It was weird that I saw like an interview where he was like, he said when he made Election that it was coming from a guy who was like in love with Scorsese's course Casino. And it's weird watching it because it kind of feels like a Scorsese movie. If he I did like, thought about yeah, I know if he did a high school movie because it's really like stylistically like ambitious. Wow, I'd have to watch it again. Yeah, it's, it's, with that perspective going <laughs> in, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, I've only seen this once, I, and when I saw it, I had no idea people even liked Election. I was like, what? I love, I love, I, love I, yeah, I, re- I really like it too. What I love about it is you have this kind of like snooty student Reese Witherspoon that always kind of gets what she wants because she's so smart and you know and then you know Matthew Broderick kind of takes his revenge in, in a way I think that's so cool for a teacher to kind of like go against the, like one of the overachieving students that are so annoying that we all kind of know in a way and I just love it's a movie that's sympathetic from the teacher's point of view that's so many high school movies are like oh, god I hate the teachers they're all so stupid you know like Ferris Bueller you know yeah, I don't feel like idiots. I've ever seen that that is interesting that's a different uh, well, there's viewpoint. Mr. Holland's Opus is also oh, yeah, I a sympathetic so. teacher movie. And there's just like, I don't know, it just shows how good Alexander Payne is at making like sadness really funny. Like there's that one scene at the end of the movie where uh, Matthew Roddick actually sees Reese Witherspoon as like a successful 
like congresswoman and he's got this soda and he, in his hand and he chucks it at the car and then he runs away <laughs> and it's like that's the saddest thing in the world that this guy is like his life is destroyed yeah but, but it's, it's still like funny it's so funny it's like <laughs> very funny movie but yeah that's that's i think that's very true that he kind of creates this humor from this really depressing kind of story and there's just it's just such a funny movie and i mentioned chris klein earlier i don't think anyone plays stupid like stupid <laughs> high schooler better than uh, chris klein it's just it's got a lot of rewatch value i, I didn't re- i mean it's been a while since i've seen it i didn't realize it was so stylish I, i'll have to see it again it's a must see it's a great movie it's definitely on this list i think yeah, I, I think, think everybody so too. enjoys it fast times of Ridgemont high Need I say more? I don't know if you do. Kind of sums up the whole high school experience. I think one of the things I love about Fast Times at Ridgemont High, it, it, even though it's in kind of an exaggerated way, I think it really captures like the boredom of uh, being in high school. I just remember that scene where they're all like in the auditorium and they're all just like not paying attention and throwing paper airplanes, and the cheerleaders like, you know, it's really hard to get up here and say that they don't care. <laughs> and then another scene that really resonates with me is. When they're, they're um, preparing for, like, a test and everyone's cheating. And they're all finding these elaborate ways. Like, a guy's got, like, notes, like, in his glasses. That, that just, like, reminds me, like, in ninth grade. Like, in his Glennon's class, we had, like, grammar tests. And everyone was, like, would cheat. And they'd all have their ways to cheat. I'm sure, you know, so you've found ways. I have my way. Josh Bukhari would print out the answers in his computer class. Because he had it in the earlier period. And he'd hand out little cheat sheets. And I tape it to the back of the chair in front of me, and it was really weird because like I would sit in the very front row every day except on the t- day of the test, and I sit in the back row. And I remember one time Miss Glenn was like, "No, oh, why, why don't you sit in the front row?" And I probably failed. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's they, people are really going out of their way in that movie to like cheat. They got it written all over the place, but it is one of those things that is kind of true. It's exaggerated in a way just for comedic effect, but. Um, and also, not only is it really funny, it also deals with some serious issues too. There's a teenage pregnancy in in the midst of all this. So, and then just the characters. Spicoli's cla- he's Spicoli's classic character. Still, my my favorite Sean Penn performance <laughs> of all time. Take that milk. Yeah. And you know, so you had great characters, great lines. Camera Crow, right? Yeah. Off, wrote the script. He went. He went undercover for that, didn't he? I thought I heard Maybe. something about that. So have I. like he went like back to high school like a little bit to get just to do some research. I, I could be. I feel like that's right. How appropriate for <laughs> Twenty One Jump Street week. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a must. Yeah. Well, he got the computer. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's such a great character. It's interesting that you're saying that, because I remember one instance where you're like, I just don't like Ferris. He's just a dweeb or something. I suppose I've lightened up to the movie. He's kind of a smartass, but I don't know. I I think he's kind of a charming smartass. In in repeated viewings, he kind of grew on me, I suppose. Because in a way, he's kind of the person we all want to be. Because he's pretty cool at the school and everything. He's got all these cool schemes going on. He's got a really depressed friend. That's not cool, but... Everything else. It's funny for a movie that's all about like skipping school that it probably has the most famous classroom scene that we did a brilliant homage to at the starting of this uh, podcast. <laughs> ben Stein is calling out for Bueller. I don't remember monotone. him pronouncing everyone's names wrong, do you? No, that was Sean's little. <laughs> that's twist. in real life. 
I didn't want to waste everyone's time by going, Karstens, 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 because I'm wasting your time right now doing that, and I don't like it. I like it. I think it's pretty funny. (laughs) No one's going to know how to pronounce their names now, but... Good. All for the sake of comedy, right? We've got to protect ourselves. There's no privacy on the internet. None of this is helpful in our list-making discussion. No, it's not. Um... I like Ferris Bueller quite a bit. I watched it recently, and I guess the only problem I have with it is I feel like it's a little tonally all over the place in parts. Like, I feel like some of the humor with, like, Jeffrey Jones' character is a little too, like, hokey and slapsticky, which is kind of weird when you also got, like, Cameron being, like, suicidal. <laughs> it's kind of a weird mix. But I, there's still a lot of stuff in this film I really love. There's so many memorable scenes. That's a good Day point, though, about, about the weird... About. Like, Cameron, I feel like the latter half of the film with his car and everything is so, like, depressing. It's really it's really kind of dark. I mean, I like that they tried to go for different tones and not just full-on comedy. Yeah. Because John Hughes, you know, he's... His scripts have a lot of depth. This one was a, a little weird, but it's still... It doesn't really change. It's still pretty good. In yeah. a way, maybe, maybe some people like that because it's kind of unconventional. It's not just a straight-off comedy. It's contorts in all sorts of different patterns and goes different directions. Indeed. Are we keeping it? Uh, I, I like it. All right. Let's just keep it for now. Yeah. We don't have too many movies to go through. Uh, next up is Grease. Based off the hit musical, and this is a film about kids... Growing up in a very exaggerated version of the 50s. And you got the greaser kids, and then you got the chicks, and they're all hooking up. And I, I guess most people wouldn't think of this... I don't know. Do you guys... When you think of Grease, do you think it was a high school movie? Yeah. A lot of it's set at the high school, but... I don't know. Or some perverted abomination of God. <laughs> That's something I, I like about Grease, is that... I think a lot of people... What? <laughs> Explain yourself, young man. Well, what don't you understand? Perverted... You just said a perverted abomination of God. I don't know what that means. It's disgusting. It's I a very believe, sexual movie. Yeah, I can't believe like children watched like this movie. <laughs> That's one of the things I like about it is that it's kind of advertised so often as like a family film, but there's all this weird little sexual stuff. I think in one of the it might have might be in the Grease Lightning number. There's there's like this little it's a boner. Those lyrics, probably. Not what I was going for, but there's a scene where he's got like saran wrap and he starts throwing it around. And uh, supposedly, like, there's this joke about like in the '50s, people would, like use that instead of like a condom and stuff, just wrap it around, and that's what they're trying to do. That is disgusting. And I just think it's really over the top and really crazy. And I love all the music and all the songs. I, I mean, uh, does anyone else have anything? I, I just don't like it. You don't like it? Well, why a, not? I don't know. I just, cheesy, maybe? Yeah. It may be a little cheesy. I don't, like, I mind a lot of the songs. It's just, like, I don't know. Something about it, I just don't Off-putting. like Off-putting. Maybe it's just that one experience at Triple X that just yeah. scarred it for life. At Triple X Restaurant, where you, home of burgers and giant shakes here in Washington State, they play Grease. Uh, on the big TV screen, and we sat at a table right by that TV screen, and it was blaring grease at us for our entire meal. And 
all these people were there with their families, and it felt like they were watching us because they were watching <laughs> Greece on this giant TV. It was right behind. It like literally looked like people were staring at me while I was eating. Well, I remember somebody even said, "You guys gonna start dancing or singing?" <laughs> it's like, "Yo, fuck you." <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't choose to sit here. I suppose Greece, as fun as it is, is a pretty cheesy movie. I just wanted to talk about it because I wanted to, well, one to tell that story and. Just, I, I thought it'd be nice if it was part of the conversation because it's very much a high school movie. I just like Grease too, way better. Grease is Kevin Bacon. Is Kevin Bacon in there? Michelle Fiverr's in there. I don't know. I've never seen it. Shooter, no. Shooter McGavin. Don't have any interest in seeing it. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not going to make the list. I just, All right. I just wanted to talk about it. This next one, tell me about it. I don't think it is going to make the list either because I'm the only person who's seen it. No, it I, is. I watched it. Oh, you watched it? Yesterday. Uh, Gregory's Girl, sort of the breakout film for uh, Bill Forsyth, who seems to be a pretty great like comedy director from the 80s, but like none of his films are available on DVD except for Local Hero, which is an even better movie. And uh, yeah, I saw Gregory's Girl on Netflix Instant because it was one of those where it's only available on Instant. That's how I saw it too. So yeah, it's kind of kind of obscure, but uh, I just think this is kind of a just a really warm, funny little movie. Nothing profound or anything, but I, I like it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. It, it had some sl- it moves at a pretty leisurely pace, which I think sometimes works in its favor. But I feel sometimes it feels a little slow because of that. But the characters they're pretty funny. They're real quirky. They're really like Scottish. That's something that oh, yeah. I get used to. Like at first I was like, I don't know if I can make it through this. Like I f- just like all the slang. He's like, "Oh, you daft, you wee, you know, you wee bugger," <laughs> like that stuff. But you kind of you kind of get used to it. So they found really interesting about most versions of that movie is they actually it's dubbed in like in a Scottish accent that's like more Anglican. I don't know what like more Anglican Scottish. So like we can kind of like understand it because yeah. supposedly the original version was even even thicker Scottish accent. I don't know if that's the version on Netflix or not. I, well, it looked like it was dubbed. When yeah, I was it, it, it kind of did. It, it, it still works pretty well. It's not. It's not a distracting dub at all. What is this about? Oh yeah, that probably would have been a good idea. It's just a high school movie about this uh, kind of quirky guy, and he likes this girl who plays football, soccer. Uh, and he's yeah, he's quirky. I don't know. Any, any yeah, there isn't that. really much of a plot. He's just. It's just kind of his his uh, awkward interactions with people, and he's. Uh, it's a real funny character, but yeah, it's it's worth okay. seeing. But like I was saying, I think it is. It's not like really memorable. I just found it like, oh, yeah. this is nice. This is an enjoyable film. I could agree with that. What I do like is they actually seem like high school students. That's always nice. That's always a plus. Like they're not like thirty year olds or something. Mm-hmm. They're actual. I feel like they actually cast it age appropriate, and that's good. I feel like that always makes it a little better. But, you know, honorable mention, I think. Yeah. It doesn't have to go on the list, I don't think. You got dreams? I got hoop dreams, Sean. That was a great setup. I we wasn't sure. That. What, is that what I, you wanted me to do? <laughs> <laughs> Those guys were in high school, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I mean, that movie covers, like... Their entire life. <laughs> it seems like it covers at least like three years of their lives. And I think most so of it's in me. high school. Well, those are what real high school kids look like. Yeah. Same, same actors. 
And we are talking about Hoop Dreams. We are right? talking about the 1994 documentary Hoop Dreams, yes. Uh, yeah, I think that covers kind of a sort of an interesting angle on high school because it all takes place at like, or a big chunk of it takes place at this private school where these kids uh, are in the basketball program and they cannot stay in the school because I guess public schooling has failed them. And uh, I don't know. I feel like high school is just one aspect of this movie. That's what I love about this movie is that it covers so much, so many like issues that are sort of at the heart of America, I guess. I mean, I remember Roger Ebert once said, uh, Hoop Dreams is one of like the best films about what it is to live in America. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's the life movie. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I'd put it more for like a sports list if we did like... Yeah. Create a sports film. See, I had trouble with that. I, I, there were lots of high school sports movies I could think of that I, I wasn't sure if we would even count on this list because they're so about the sport. Teen Wolf? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Narrowly just didn't make it into the consideration. Teen Wolf is a sports movie, let's be clear. It's not, a, <laughs> not any other genre. I was thinking more like Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the movie. Have you? No. I've always wanted to. It's pretty good. So there's one for us to check out, and we'll get back to you on that when we do sports movies sometime, I guess. But yeah, Hoop Dreams, great movie, great documentary. It's probably my favorite documentary of all time. I, I feel like that. Roger, yeah, you mentioned Roger Ebert. He's like, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And, you know, I really respect Roger Ebert's opinion, so that's, that's saying something. I really enjoyed it, too. But I just think of it as a sports movie. And it, it, you were talking about it covers their, like, whole lives. So, I mean, high school is definitely a big part of that. Because there's definitely the, the part where they're, like, trying to choose the high school and trying to go there, and you know. I mean, high school decided their lives, basically. I mean, the, being part of the high school basketball team was their future for these guys. But there's also the, there's also the college portion of that movie, too. Yeah. Right? So I just... I, I, I'd say it's not as much about high school as it is about basketball and and uh just like what am i trying to say poverty yeah i mean it's 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 the interesting thing to me about it is these kids that you know they're obviously like they have one talent and that's what they have to exploit to be able to get through because you know they're not motivated to get good grades or they're not motivated to do anything else in life you know and so it's it's kind of like that one avenue that's going to get them out of the inner city and and so that's america man yeah but that's not i wouldn't say that's the average high school experience you know we're we're not all extremely talented basketball players yeah but i also never skipped out on school and had a hilarious day full of adventures you wanted to though <laughs> no, no, I, I play by the rules. <laughs> so is that a no then? But, 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 but I mean, no. This is Sean's argument okay. about Ferris Bueller. But that's something we all want to do. That's something we fantasize about. You know what I mean? Like that's I'd, that's part of. I'd we be can relate okay with being a basketball star. It's pretty <laughs> stressful. <you> know, right? <laughs> Does anyone know what I'm talking about? I do, but I think so. I kind of feel like you're just, this is more like. 
This is what white people like to do in high school. That's what <laughs> white people's high school experience are like. But I know I that's guess, not well, what you're saying. I, it's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, it's not really a movie. It's not about high school, per se. It's about, uh, you know, basketball. And, and, and it could be basketball. It could be, for me, it was music. I mean, I was a terrible high school student. And I used one avenue to exploit to get into college, you know. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a basketball movie. It's a okay, movie. okay, okay. I'm fine with keeping it off. It's great. No one's denying that's yeah. great. It's so let's great. talk about another high school basketball movie. Hoosiers. 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 The Hack Man. The Hack Man. Beloved actor. I eat. thought you said you were going to start talking about it, Shroud. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. All right, it. okay. Just take your time. What? I don't remember ever promising to talk about it. <laughs> Hoosiers. You said someone would. Uh, Hoosiers is uh, set in Indiana, and uh, kind of like Coach Carter, they just get this great coach who uh, rallies the uh, basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Hoosiers is really good. It's a heartwarming story about the uh, underdog, uh, but I think this, the same argument we just had about hoop dreams. Could probably apply here, where it's more about the basketball. I don't feel like I ever get to know the kids that well. Yeah, in the high it's school really students. about Gene Hackman. It seems more like he's not like a teacher or anything. He's just a coach, right? Coach, yeah. yeah so that's not they uh, care about sports enough that you can just be a coach. But great sports movie, one of my favorites. I love everything about it. So the soundtrack's outdated. If you've gone back to that, it's very '80s. Even though it's like it's in the '50s, yeah. <laughs> it does. It's weird. It doesn't work. But it's a great movie. And probably the only basketball movie with all white people that you'll ever see. So, yeah, this just makes me want to do a sports list sometime. We got to get on that at some point. I'm sure, it'll happen eventually. But yeah, I, I don't think it focuses enough on the uh, the student perspective or the young people. They're definitely a part of the movie, but I feel like it should be from their point of view at least. He got games. Is another, at least a big part. Now that I think about it, is another movie that could fall right into this category of. Ostensibly about a, a kid in high school, but he just plays basketball. It's more about basketball. More about Dude, life. Top ten high school movies about basketball. <laughs> or inspirational coach movies. Yeah, like Coach Carter. <laughs> he can slam dunk because he's a wolf. Uh, Juno. Okay, so Hoosiers is not making it. No. I'm assuming. Juno Uh-oh. is another atypical high school experience it's the uh, story of a smart talking pregnant girl I feel like there's kind of a backlash against Juno so do I I don't like it I like this movie and I feel like the world still hasn't recovered from the Judo backlash I don't think it's fair I get it it doesn't bother me but I, I assume we're talking about the, the dialogue yeah and how it's it, it seems like it's trying too hard to be clever and people say, oh, it's definitely, you can definitely tell it's a first-time screenwriter. But I think he, I mean, there's some lines I think are a little, I don't know, annoying or Honest something. To blog. But even that all aside, I think it's such a great story. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you strip that all, there's still a really great story. Yeah. They're a very great emotional story and everything. And I like it that it deals so heavily with a, a teenager that thinks she knows everything. <laughs> And learns that she doesn't, because that's how a lot of teenagers are. They think they got everything figured out, but they don't know shit. <laughs> they don't know anything about life. They're idiots. All teenagers are idiots. 
She has a pretty cool phone in her room, though. That's true. <laughs> and there's just so many great moments. You know what movie that always sticks up my mind for some reason? Uh, Michael Sarah he's, he's real funny as uh, Polly Bleeker, and he's on the track team. And there's just that one scene where he's running, and there's that kid, and he's like, hey, I heard you, you know, got, you know, got pregnant. Do you know you're the father? He's like, yeah. It's like, you should grow a mustache. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about that scene that really... And there's a lot of great quirky scenes like that and, and interesting characters. I'm going to punch that kid right in the wiener. J.K. <laughs> Simmons. He's great. Too. He makes everything just, you know, that much better. He's really funny. Beloved. So is that a yes? Y- you know, I didn't... Or, yeah, I guess so. I didn't really surprised. think I'd... of this as a high school movie. I guess maybe because it's just so recent, so I overlooked it. Mm-hmm. But it's very much about, you know, the, the kind of struggles that Being teens that go age, through. Yeah. It's not all... There's only so many movies about teens that are pregnant. Precious. I don't know if we wanted to put that. Oh in God, there. I forgot about that. <laughs> Make the pain go away. I just don't think we can go that dark right now. Uh, not, I don't want to go to that place. We don't want to go to that darker place right now. But that is that's a good movie too. So do you know? Yeah, I would say yeah. I'm surprised. I thought it'd get shot down by who? John or Nancy <laughs> or you? Any of us? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, oh, that's good. All right. We all cool. saw it together and liked it. And, and I, why would I change my heart? I don't know. You're just conforming to the Judah backlash. But no. No, no. You're your own no, man. I'm, you got free will on your side. <laughs> Next uh, up is Mr. Holland's Opus, which I haven't seen, so I cannot talk about it. The most disappointing thing about Mr. Holland's opus is his opus, because it's not a very good song. <laughs> it's so bad. He's just got these electric guitars in there. Let's like let's probably explain it a little bit. It's it's the kind of almost like the life story of of Mr. Holland, who's this music teacher at a at a high school, and uh, just his, his trials and tribulations of you know at first barely being able to get any kid to be interested in playing music and then and, and over the years wins over you know a student after student and eventually just becomes a a, a beloved teacher and has, has a wonderful career and it ends with a beautiful tribute to him where they play his opus and it's just terrible <laughs> but if you can look beyond that it's a pretty great film it's, it's a pretty heartwarming story uh, it, it makes the case for why it's important to teach the arts in school, which is not something a lot of... I mean, most movies don't really emphasize teaching in school, except for, you know, that Morgan Freeman movie and where he's the principal, you know, and he yells at the kids. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sounds cool. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about either. Martin Freeman plays a principal. Yeah, he like yells at the kids, gets his shit in order, and at the end they all salute him. <laughs> army. <laughs> oh, lean on me. Lean on me. Oh, okay. Okay. I've uh, heard it, but I've, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that, that was about I've heard of that movie. Yeah, there's that one, and then there's also the Edward uh, James Olmos one where Stand he stand delivered. Where that he been good teaches for this list. math. We can still put that on the list. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. Oh, I have. I've seen it. I don't remember it at all. But I really like it. Well, let's see where it's sweet comb over. Where we are in a few minutes. Phillips. So just me and John have seen Mr. Holland's Opus. I've seen it. What do you think of it? As a as a guy who went to school for music, it's it's okay. I I I was always kind of disappointed because 
I remember in in uh, ninth grade when we got Mr. Timpy as our new band director. He was advertised as like <laughs> Mr. Holland. Like people like my mom was like, "Yeah, I read this article in the paper about like Mr. Timpy is supposed to be like really cool, like like, like they base like Mr. Holland uh, like, yeah, after him. change your life." And it was totally not true. <laughs> He's okay, but he kind of sucked. And my former drum teacher, T. Tackett, was in that movie. What? Wow. Really? Yeah, he's he's like in the he's like an extra in the marching band. Like they film it in Oregon. Yeah. 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 He went to high school in Portland. Hmm. So like they just had his marching band. They're all sitting. There's like one scene where they walk by him, and he's just like, like got his drums, and he's on the grass. Wow, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But I always really like that movie, and I like seeing him interact with different students in different like eras. You know, there's him kind of in the early '60s, and then later I remember there's that like cynical student in like the '70s, and they go to visit like I don't want to spoil anything, but a student's grave and everything, and you know, goes through all the big cultural kind of changes that America goes through from the, from a teacher's perspective. Mm-hmm. I find that really interesting. I really like it. Uh, I would definitely consider it. I think, yeah. I, I don't know if it's a sure thing, but I definitely consider it. So it's a maybe. Yeah. All right. It's just a maybe. God, that's a terrible song, though. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite is another victim of horrible, horrible backlash. Definitely. Jesus, people <laughs> hate that movie now. Because I, I mean, I love that movie. I feel like we all had affection for it. I hope. Oh yeah. To some extent. Oh, okay. But then the the fans of that film, some people were just so annoying, just nonstop quoting and references, and it, it made me kind of hate it. And now they got that TV show on Fox, which is really bad. It's like, uh, well, not really bad, it's just really not... Uh, it's like it's like watching people quote it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, which is weird because they have the entire original cast. <laughs> and the directors and everything. Maybe it was just kind of a one-off thing and it's, somehow yeah, it worked. It had to be time. a one-off thing. I just remember we saw it in limited release. And, I, and it was like May. And I must have seen it. Six times in May, and then by the time September rolled around, when that was our first year of high school, and I was meeting all these new people, and they were all like, "I just like, like I never recovered fully hating Liz, like." That's what did it. She did it's a really stuff. personal podcast we're putting out. I'm just out. saying, like, good, it's man. like there's stuff like that. Like, there's people in high school that, like, that was how they started off their relationship with me. Is me just That's being so we, annoyed. And, and the, yeah, and and I never watched it again. I've never seen it since then. I have it either. I feel like I'd have to wait until uh, I could really enjoy it again. But like, just like uh, at work the other day, the guy, this guy asked me if I. It, like what side I'm on or whatever, and I was like, "Well, I like it. It's good. It's just like people ruined it for me." But I, I still like. <laughs> I have the, like the first thing he does is like take the action figure and throw it out the window and of the school. Bus, I was yeah. on the floor. I could not <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> like, what is he doing? <laughs> this is the we- this has to be the weirdest kid I've ever seen in like weird kid high school yeah. movies <laughs> by far. But, I mean, I think aside from all the great characters and lines, I love how it really captures going to high school in, like, the crappiest town you've, like, ever seen. <laughs> I remember the bus station. It, it, Idaho is spelled wrong. <laughs> it says Idaho, or, like, Preston, Idaho bus station. Just little touches like that. 
And even like, well, are you like, sure that's not like a like I had to go like that's the name? No, it's spelled wrong. Trust me. Okay. No, I know I'm talking. <laughs> about. But even like the cool kids, they do like a Backstreet Boys song, and I feel like that's not cool anymore. That's like Murphy right Saint, dude. Yeah. I mean, that seems. It's, see, they, this town seems like it's so dated. Like yeah. it's it's caught. It's it's in the past somewhere. And I love that that it, this, this is just this middle of nowhere, just terrible place. And these students, and you know, they have to like grow up and live here, and make the best of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, for all that, I think, I think it should make the list. Yeah. I'm glad to see that everybody still recognizes, or at least remembers that. Yeah, it was good. I just it have is such hard good to make memories it of it. Yeah. And then such bad memories. Just of it. At the time, you think, "My God, just John Heater is such a talented actor." And then later, we found out, "No, that's basically just what John Heater does. <laughs> that's all he can do." <laughs> but he did it well, at least that time. So, yeah, I think I think I think it's good. I think it's gonna make it. Yeah, well, maybe. And I'm all about how they pay for their internet per minute. <laughs> like, was that ever a thing? <laughs> No. <laughs> Maybe in Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> Idaho state law. <laughs> Moving along. Moving to quite a different place. Uh, Rebel Without a Cause is next up on our list. Part of the uh, three movies he made. James Dean. James. Oh, yeah. Probably just say. He, we can, just we he. Know. We know. You know, like about. God. You can just say he. <laughs> People know. Capital E. Um, yeah, this is... I, I only saw it the one time uh, when we got together and watched it. I was pretty impressed by it. It's pr- pretty heavy. It is kind of like the first like movie that actually deals with teenagers in like a way that like takes them seriously. There's nothing like condescending about it. That was big for the time. <laughs> it's the original Rebel movie. It's got yeah. Rebel in the title. Yeah, this is some some dark stuff. Now, it, it is more of a teenager movie. It's not really a high school. I don't remember any high school scenes. They go to the planetarium. They sure do. Yeah, that seems trippy. That seems. Like, I'm amazed. Like it really, it really holds up pretty well. It's like, I remember I walked in one time just to that scene. I was like, "What is this?" It's like, <laughs> "Oh, it's Rebel without a cop." I just that scene is so is so pretty. Yeah, I don't know, guys. I think this might be more of a teenager movie than a high school movie. I don't. I'm not sure. I thought we established really? earlier that it would, I mean they're high school students. It's about yeah, high school I life, right? I don't know right? if that matters. Okay, well, uh, Wasn't that why we eliminated American Graffiti? No, that was because these are guys that have graduated from high oh, school. Okay. Okay. Just maybe. I mean, I'm not. Uh, if you could explain to me what you mean by just because there's no high school. Interaction. Yeah, they could have been dropped out of high school, and it wouldn't have really changed that movie. I suppose. But if if you're okay with that, I, this is a great film. I have no problem putting it on the list. I don't know. I think we definitely need to rewatch it because uh, then we'd have a little more to say about it. Because I feel like we're just saying, yeah, it's good. Yeah. But uh, um, I don't know. It's definitely been a while. Do we want the maybe or just no? i put it in maybe. Okay. Maybe. So next up is Rushmore. Maybe one of Sean's favorite movies? Oh, definitely one of Sean's definitely. favorite movies. Uh, I'm 
I have a horrible bias towards Wes Anderson films, especially ones that have Bill Murray in a more significant role. And I just, God, Rushmore is so good. It's uh, one of those movies that when I saw it, I was like, shit, this is one of my favorite movies now, after seeing it once. Uh, it's, it's just, it's so fun to have this crazy high school kid who's involved in every club and basically runs everything. And It's like Kevin. I know, I was just going <laughs> to say. <laughs> my brother. Uh, and then he gets in this bizarre love triangle with a teacher and Bill Murray, a full-grown adult. <laughs> it's it's so fun. I, I, I just love it. And uh, you guys are going to have to tell me why it doesn't belong on the list, because I think it does. I don't think I can. I think the only thing that I, I, I wonder about is Rushmore, what kind of school, like, what, there's some kids I, that go to Rushmore that seem like they're really young. Are like, his sure? friend's, like, he's, like, 10 or something. Well, I think it's, a, so young. it's a private school that's, like, K through 12. I so, think. it's all of it, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess, but he does even go to another high school, too, later on. Yeah. And he still puts on his elaborate place. And he's a high schooler, so. Yeah, so, I mean, he's supposed to be 16, 15 years. That's a very minor plan. I was just, I just wanted that clarified, because I was a little confused. But, yeah, I agree. It's great. All right. There's so many scenes, up. great soundtrack. It's got it all. Yeah. It's just like, to me, this isn't against it. It's just like, it could be the like least relatable high school movie. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. You know, another interesting thing to find about that movie, though, he's got, he's, he does so well, he has all these clubs, but he's such a bad student. Yeah. Always, like, he's a terrible <laughs> student. I've always found that, something about that really appealing and a really interesting kind of spin. That it reminds me of, like, Alan Casiba. They're just like... Yeah. I mean, I guess there is people like that. <laughs> well, he has, like, the the prestige, you know what I mean? <laughs> but but in reality, he's terrible. But he's still like, oh, well, I'm still going to go to UW or whatever, even though I get straight Fs. <laughs> that's, a, that's a perfect, like, comparison. To and I think that totally is a... A compliment to the movie that even though it's not very relatable, yeah. there are people that yeah. are like this in yeah. real life. Yeah. People that our audience either won't know or will think it's weird that we're talking well, about. Maybe the audience yeah, knows something the audience, like this. Exactly. We're just saying that we know. Yeah. And we're telling you his name so you can find him. <laughs> Go look him up on Facebook. <laughs> uh, so, Stand and Deliver, John? Stand and Deliver, a film about a true story. Every James almost plays... A math teacher, although he originally comes to school with the intention to teach computer science, but there's like this ghetto school, so like, no, you're teaching, you gotta teach us a math class, we got nothing. And he's, so he's teaching all these like. How does he not know? Like, oh, we ain't got no computers. <laughs> we got no computers. <laughs> so he ends up teaching kind of like these thugs and everything who don't really care about math and, and, and you know, all that, all that crap. But he kind of inspires them, like those kind of inspirational type teacher movies. And he's a re- really great performance for Edward James Almost. And just, it's it's really enjoyable to watch these inner city kids kind of become inspired and kind of rise to greater heights and everything like that. I just remember, since I repeated the same level of math like three times, <laughs> I remember watching it two years in a row in Blodgett. He was like all about that movie, my junior high movie. Yeah, that was how I saw it too, but I remember so little yeah, about this film same. that I could not talk about it. It was kind of one of those yearbook in the background kind of things. Yeah, <laughs> I was really paying close attention to it. Great comb over though. Oh, James, yes. Every time also went through like a hair thinning process or something to get the hair just right to go over there. What's that? Based on a true story? Based on a true story, uh, Jamie S. Escalante. 
there was some controversy because he, he, he got, he, these students, uh, he taught them and then they, they took this really complicated test that a lot of people don't usually, kids like, like this kind of school don't usually take. And then they all pass, but people are like, oh no, this is bullshit. You know, this didn't really happen. And they actually make them like take it again. I won't spoil that, you know, how it go, where it goes from there. They but. all fail. But what's interesting about this movie is it goes so deep into the academics part of, uh, of high school. And that's something I don't feel like I usually see in high school movies. It's usually more about kind of their social experiences. And this one's a lot about, well, I mean, social, social experiences plays a big part. But it's also a lot about academics and uh, kind of finding your true potential as a, as a student and as a person. But yeah, great, great, great performance. Ins- inspirational movie. You know, if you're into Lou Diamond Phillips, he's, he's pretty good. <laughs> As I know, everyone is. Cause he's a huge superstar. Yes. <laughs> Even in 2012. Uh, I'd say it's a maybe. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, is that the consensus? Maybe. Yeah, I, I feel like to put it on our list, we have to know it more. You know, that's not saying that it's not good. It's just like, I don't... It's possible. Unless someone's like really fighting for it, yeah. I'm not really fighting for it. Yeah, so I, I agree to recognize that it's a it is a film. <laughs> Let the record show that we recognize Stand and Deliver. <laughs> All right, and Elephant. Sure. No, no, no. no. I do not recognize. <laughs> you don't like that bleak look. Whatever. Uh, Super bad. This is the very last film on our list. Uh, when I saw the trailer for Superbad, I said, you guys, it's just like our life. <laughs> and it really? was at that point. Yeah, we were just graduating yeah. from high school. I feel like the summer that, it came out. That is why it's, it means so much to me. Is because like, I just remember watching it multiple times and just being like, this is like exactly what I'm going through at this moment. Not to this extreme, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like It was just like... Plus it wasn't like about guys with really weird senses of humor. Yeah. I mean, theirs was a lot more sexual than what we talk about, but it was still like, sort of, this is about us, yeah. to lot, an extent. A lot of little things, uh, some scenes I, I recall when they're in home ec, and he's kind of arguing with the teacher, he doesn't really want to yeah. do the assignment. He's like, you know, everybody takes this class, they expect to get A, it's a bullshit class. I'm just, I'm just telling you that, you know, this is bullshit. Just little things like that. And, and there's another scene where he's on the soccer field and he, like, kicks some soccer ball. These guys are trying to play. He's like, hey, come on, man. He's like, oh, my God, it's high school. It's like gym soccer class. It's so important. And that, that's the kind of stuff I feel like we're all thinking. Yeah. We, don't, we may not say it, but we're all thinking that kind of stuff. And then he's like, why don't you go wet your pants again? And he's like, that was in third grade. And, and I remember a- Nancy was like, that's totally, like, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but <laughs> it's totally like something that happened in our school. Those stories that kind of just carry through. Yeah, it's like because you, you grow up with these kids, you, like a lot, not in high school, but definitely in high school, you know, like 50 kids and you've known them since you were six years old, you know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, everyone's got dirt on everyone. But God, I love that movie. I, want, I haven't seen it forever. We should watch we should. So many memorable lines. So the director's guide worth checking out too. Even almost better. But, so many jokes because they improvise like all sorts of stuff. Did Did you guys? I just remember seeing the trailers for it like six months in advance or whatever, and just being like, "I think this looks really dumb." Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, was that a that yeah, was a consensus? I think so. No, no, I was like, "No, this will be all right. We should all see it." And then I went off to college, and you guys all saw it, and you were like, "Oh, why didn't you see Superbad, John? It's so good." You saw it with your roommate, though, didn't I you? I did, yeah. I took my college roommate to go see it, because he... By that, by the time I, I got into that point, it was, like, old, and he also just missed out on it, too. 
It's me and him and some other guy who I didn't know went and saw Superbad in an empty theater. It was awesome. I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> it just, it's just funny because I remember, like, we actually went to see it, and I was, like, like ready to be like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. It's one of the... I, I feel like that never happens to me. I, I don't usually go to movies that I think are going to suck. Like you guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know if we were... Ex- I was expecting to like it. I think we were going into it like almost well, as I a feel joke. Like, yeah, like we were yeah. like, this is going to be the dumbest movie ever. <laughs> then we ended up loving it. But like the... I think the the more hype got up to like we were a little excited. Ah, yeah, even though that wasn't in the movie. Even though it was kind of a joke, like we didn't think it would actually be good. I remember having to explain to Paul, John's brother, why I liked it. He's like, "How can you like it? It looks so stupid." <laughs> it's like, no. It's Paul good. is a fan now. Man. Yeah, there you so, go. it exceeded everyone's expectations. Just talking about how it, how does that happen? Like. Why were like were the trailers just really bad or something? People just don't know how to market those kind of yeah. comedies, I guess. Well, and at the time we didn't know who Jonah Hill or yeah. even Michael Apatow, Sarah wasn't that big a I deal. Hadn't seen and knocked up yet. Yeah, he wasn't really as big as he is now. He didn't kind of have the same reputation. You're like, oh, this is an Apatow comedy. Those movies, yeah. they weren't. I feel like that and knocked up yet. were what what made him, you know, the name in comedy movies. You know, you can see, oh, this has Seth Rogen and Apatow produced it. This might be worth seeing. This mm-hmm. has a little more to it. But yeah, just talking about Superman just makes me want to talk about all the quotes. <laughs> but we don't need to do that. Yes. We got list making yeah, to get to. Um, how many do we have now? I don't know. We have 12. Oh, I feel like we usually have 12. <laughs> it's a magical number. It's a magic number. <laughs> school of Rock. If we ever do junior high, elementary schoolish. <laughs> There's one to talk about. Twelve. Well, I think Stand and Deliver is probably going to go. I already took it off. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, then Rebel Without a Cause, there's some controversy there. Yeah. I think, we don't... I think we're kind of going in a more comedy direction, too. Yeah, okay. So it's basically high school comedies and maybe The Breakfast Club. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. It has its funny moments. Yeah, sure. <laughs> a couple, probably. Let's see. Eleven? Yeah, 11. So probably, you know, this pains me to say this, but probably Mr. Holland's Opus. It's such a good movie, but it is about a a, a teacher. Uh, I don't know. I don't helps know how I'm going with that. Helps us focus <laughs> it down to just comedies even further. Yeah, I was going to say Mr. Holland's Opus, even though I haven't seen it. It's definitely, there's some, so there's so some dramatic parts to it. maybe that's why I wanted to get it off, because like, damn. You should I don't it. know this. <laughs> I don't care. Richard Dreyfus has no place on this list. No. <laughs> this is his one shot. I yeah. say good day, sir. We need more Matthew Broderick. Oh, yes. So that, put, that would put us down to 10, right? It totally would. Excellent. Ah, uh, now here's the tricky part. Before you cut Mr. Holland's opus, there's one thing I, I gotta just, bring up again. Yes. Back, back to the future. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I don't care. I'd cut. I'd uh, I still, like Back to the Future. Yeah, me too. Okay. Great. Then it's got to be 10, though. Sure. Back to the Future on this list. I feel Is like it? that's... Because I feel kind of... I still feel kind of iffy about it. Because it's a time travel movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. I can live with that. Me too. Uh, I, would, I don't even know. 
You don't know? I would put probably Napoleon Dynamite. But that's just me. Because of the backlash? I guess. I just have a feeling I won't enjoy it as much if I watch it again. Just forever spoiled by... I don't know if it's the backlash. I don't know if it's really that great of a movie. That's my fear. It certainly doesn't have the emotional core of some of these other movies. Definitely not. It's pretty much like a big sketch. What do you mean? There's true love... There's hey, I love it. You're talking to Big Napoleon Dynamite fan. But Certainly not as it, real as... None of these characters seem real. <laughs> They're kind of cartoony. It is hard to pick it over a film that has a lot more depth. And we're, most of the films we the have... The rest of these do. You know, have a little more to say than just some, some funny jokes. <laughs> I'd put... I, I could. I mean... Unless there's anybody, anyone else, yeah. Want something else in the nine spot. Nah. <laughs> well said. Flipping sweet. I wish you swore that hard. I said flipping. Flipping. Never mind. <laughs> that is about as explicit as it gets. I just remember all the Mormon kids were like, "Like, yeah, this is our movie." <laughs> Do you know that they are Mormon? The yeah. filmmakers. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. But I just felt like. <laughs> no, no, just no. You they don't, they you don't swear know. just like us. Yeah. They're like, see you guys. Like, you don't have to like swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's cool. Those guys. And then then I, I really watched you. Super Bad and I knew you had to swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh I would go with Ferris Bueller next. Or maybe Juno, I don't know. Because that also has black backlash. I'm down with Ferris Bueller. I'm down with Ferris Bueller. Alright. Go for it. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. It's a crucial should, part of the story. Should have been the outro music. I, I think someone... Uh, yeah, I, I totally did a... D, bow, bow. No just while you guys were talking. Oh, okay. Just in the background. <laughs> Uh, you were saying Juno? Did you want to? I just, I guess it's just because I assume everyone hates Juno, but nah, I guess yeah, not. So really down on Juno. I just, that's my assumption. I put Election because I've never seen it. Oh man, love Election. I put Breakfast Club because I have no interest in ever seeing that again <laughs> in my whole I life. I would, but yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in seeing it again. Really? Hmm. But I like it quite a bit. I go Ferris Bueller myself. Oh, I, I already did. Committed to Ferris Bueller. No, actually, <laughs> I screwed up there. Okay, there. Ferris Bueller's at number eight, so we're looking at number seven. Well, well, well. Uh, could be mm-hmm. Breakfast Club. Could be Election. Could be Juno. What do you guys think I, out of those three? I really like election a whole lot. I'm okay. that, that's not that's not election. Well, just Nancy said it, and he's the guy who hasn't seen it. I know, and he, he's just saying it because he hasn't seen it. If yeah. he had seen it, he'd be talking about how it's his favorite movie he ever made. <laughs> fine, it's fine. Um, I would actually probably go Breakfast Club. Yeah, I would agree I, with you. I think Juno is more fun. Breakfast Club is it's pretty real. They don't even have breakfast. They. they Misleading. <laughs> they just get a pack of cigarettes for Christmas. It sucks. <laughs> okay, so number six. 
I guess it's looking like Juno. Juno? Things are coming up Juno. I'm fine with that. Juno? What city in Alaska? No. No. <laughs> uh, Jason Bateman. Rocking it. Oh, yeah. Rocking the sweater vest. <laughs> I was just saying, because, you know, he's like a musician in that movie. From He does, like, jingles. You've seen it. I've seen it. I saw. I told you. I saw it recently. I know what he does. Hmm. Well, I feel like if one of us hasn't seen one of the movies, no matter how much we may like it, I feel like you got to. Yeah, it's it's still it's in the list. top five. That's that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. So I think election will probably have five. Okay. Um, but I'm stumped. <laughs> I guess I would say Rushmore because it is it doesn't reflect the typical high school experience, which which the next three on it yeah. do better than any films I can think of. I agree. Okay. Sorry, Sean. I'm so sorry. Sean is on the verge of tears right like now. It's like he's going to turn into an Incredible Hulk. Or that. Top you could go either Sean. way. Top no comment. Way to handle it like a champ. I feel so bad now, though. That's what this is all about, right? Pretty it's much. about making Sean's heart feel bad. <laughs> I seem to recall that's what we said in the earlier podcast. So. Yeah, episode one. Hurts Sean's heart. It's like we're hurting his heart right now. <laughs> She can't take it, cop. Um, what next? I think it's probably super bad. <sighs> no super- way. Whoa. I okay. put personally, I'd put super bad. In my mind, Days and Confused and Fast Times Run High. Those are those are the high school movies. I would agree with and that. Super bad's my high school. Exactly. Movie. Like I feel like super bad. Like uh, those uh, are the high school movies, but for people. That- All right. Well, let me let me just figure out. Where do you guys fall in the duel between Days and Confused and Fast Times or Richmond High? Which one comes out on top? I definitely go Fast Times over Me Days. Me too. In go, terms of high go, school movie. I would go Dazed and Confused. In terms That's of it being a high school one, movie, because I think it so well captures the high school part as well as kind of the uh, the social pressures they face outside of the classroom. Yeah, like like we said, Dazed and Confused is more just hanging out. It's a great hangout That's movie. High school, it's a great man. hangout movie. It's the best part of high school. So what is it? It's number three then? I put Days Confused number three. Oh, man. Me too. Because it is my number one when I did a list, and I was kind of surprised, but I think it's my favorite high school movie. I would have put it at number two, Colin. All right. (laughs) Let Uh, the record show. So are you guys saying Superbad goes number one and Fast Times number two? I would say that. I would say that. I would say the opposite. So what what do we do? (laughs) I guess I could live with it though. Come on, I love Superbad. It's hilarious. Yeah, me too. I just I like it. I feel like they're almost kind of the same movie as far as like general generationally. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel that Superbad is is mine. Where whereas Fast Times might be my brother's, who is in his late thirties. The only thing about Superbad for me in that regard is it's is the soundtrack. It's got like the seventies funk soundtrack. So Superbad doesn't always feel like it's like the late two thousands, the way Fast Times is what it was like to grow up in the early eighties completely. 
Yeah, I yeah. guess. But soundtrack is. <laughs> I know it's it's not really a huge I mean, part of the but film. I think Colin's making it. For, I think Superbad has that personal appeal to you just because it came out at literally the perfect time for yeah. it to come out in your life. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. This is our list, and I think the fact that it resonates with us so much, though, I think that's important to recognize. Yeah, you know. I'm just going to go with the nostalgia picks because I'm obsessed with nostalgia. So I guess in, that's in, why I'm in not terms putting of it the humor. One. They're both very funny, but super bad. Like I'm amazed. Like I still watch it, and I, I'm just I can't stop laughing. It is so raunchy, so so to the limit, so yeah. crazy. You're right. I, I probably do think super bad's a funnier movie. I like these movies a lot. Remember, top two, top, top two. two. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I guess that's it. Super bad. Then. Okay, so uh, to recap, our top ten high school movies: uh, number ten, Back to the Future; number nine, Napoleon Dynamite; number eight, Ferris Bueller's Day Off; number seven, The Breakfast Club; number six, Juno; number five, Election. Number four, Rushmore. Number three, Dazed and Confused. Number two, Fast Times or Ridgemont High. Number one, Super Bad. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you have any feedback, head on over to mildlyplease.com. We'll be happy to listen, and uh, I'll see you next week. So.